This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome into another best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Mark, Bob, and I will be back in studio in two weeks for a live show as we preview the final 36 holes of the Zozo Championship, which is taking place at Sherwood Country Club this year instead of in Japan due to COVID-19. Of course, Tiger Woods is also defending his title at the Zozo, and what a strange year it was for Tiger. After the tour shut down due to the pandemic, Tiger took part in the charity match with Peyton Manning taking on Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. There was so much optimism watching Woods during that match. But in five starts since the pandemic pause, Tiger's best finish was a T-37 back at the PGA Championship. Although Tiger didn't have a great return post-pandemic, many other members of Team TaylorMade did. Notably, Colin Morikawa's win at the PGA Championship, Matthew Wolf's runner-up finish at the U.S. Open, John Rahm's two victories... And of course, Dustin Johnson dominating his way through the playoffs en route to winning his first FedEx Cup. On today's show, we're going to take a look at all of TaylorMade's products in 2020. Driver, fairway woods, balls, putter, wedges. And we'll also hear from the guys who are in the TaylorMade tour truck every week. First up, Mark Sacchino had a chance to catch up with Tomo Bystead to discuss TaylorMade's Sim driver line. At the Kingdom here in Carlsbad, California with Tomo Bicet. When we want to talk drivers, we talk to Tomo. Another big year coming in this year, 2020, Tomo. Very different. You caught us all off guard yesterday when we saw it for the first yeah. time. Exciting stuff. That's the goal. SIM. Okay, before we get into the SIM product line, yeah. tell us what SIM means. What's it stand for? It stands for a shape in motion. Uh, and it's all about how we reshape the driver for dramatically better performance, essentially. And there's a lot to that, but that's what the word means. Okay, we've got three uh, very different models uh, targeted at three very different players. Mm-hmm. Let's start with, with the stock SIM mm-hmm. driver, which is the only product in the line that actually has uh, a, a movable weight this Correct. year for fade to draw bias. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into that tracking system, for me, the real shock or the real standout was is this a fin? How do we call, what do we want to call this theory this year? Well, we have a technical term for it. It's called the inertia generator, which creates MOI and inertia in the club. Uh, but yeah, the asymmetric nature of that, that's a big part of the shape story for, for 2020 and a big reason why this has such good performance versus where we've been in the past. So you basically found a couple of miles per hour by the shape of the head and is it, for lack of a better term, the, the club's drafting better, to use a NASCAR term, its aerodynamics are better, uh, less ball speed, swing speeds up, instead of using, and, and you've been able to find this by using new materials, right? Correct, yeah. So we essentially have taken the, all the learnings from the M family of product, the M5 and M6 most recently, uh, to enable to, 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 like you said, save a lot of the weight from the head and actually be able to use it more intelligently in the club to really create a really fast, slippery head. To, to kind of you know put that kind of picture in people's mind of the aerodynamics, it's really slippery through the air, and generate really good forgiveness through having so much mass at the back here, uh, as far away as possible from the center of the head. That, that, again, that's great, that creates that inertia, right? So right. getting that mix of speed and forgiveness is what this is all about. So super speed, super forgiveness, you have the, the track that goes fade, uh, draw bias, mm-hmm. also the adjustment loss sleeve, which can also open and close the face a little as you True. add a longer decrease, yeah. uh, d- decrease loss, but also, 
Uh, we haven't lost anything in terms of twist space, speed injection, all the great aspects that were M5, M6 are right here in this drive. True, yeah. So if you if you, if you you take the, the club out and you look at kind of the all around the head, you'll see a lot of familiar things, first of all. You'll see the massive carbon crown that we use to really push that CG lower. Right? We, we save as much weight as possible. That, that carbon is pushed right up against the limit here. And then you'll see, like you said, those familiar technologies that have been proven out on tour to have great success with pros and amateurs alike, like twist face, right? So that's tendency to for people to miss hit it, that low heel, high toe, and really the corrective action that provides in terms of getting the ball in the fairway more often. And then obviously the speed injection technology, which revolutionized the world really in terms of how we measure and really get these calibrated right up to the CR limit, uh, you know, for every single driver that comes off the line. And that's really some of the cool new technologies that, that we brought have brought in over the last couple of years that are still in this product as well. Well, if speed's the name of the game, then Sims the model for you. It's got adjustability and it is pure speed. But if you want a little bit more forgiveness in your model mm -hmm. and you're concerned, I guess, with a little bit more spin, right. hitting a few more fairlies, as Rory McIlroy has uh, maybe found out during some testing, yeah. then Sim Max it might be the driver for you. Yeah, so the Sim Max driver uh, builds on the same platform, right? So. Uh, we talk about aerodynamics and, and you know we didn't really explain earlier but really why this is, is asymmetric is to do with how the club moves in the swing right it's, it's that three-dimensional idea of the club is, is actually rotating through space as it's approaching the downswing into the golf ball at impact and really by allowing this to, to be at an angle we're actually optimizing aerodynamics for that downswing motion of the club of closing at impact and that's really what this asymmetric shape is all about so that's the same on sim and sim max we build on the same platform, but there are some interesting differences on this one. Like you said, we don't have the, the sliding weight track on this one, and we take that discretionary weight and put it all the way back here. So that's increasing MOI even more, making this a super forgiving product really for a lot of golfers. You can see it on a tour, but obviously for the amateur golfer, that's gonna be big benefits on miss hits and that sort of thing as well. Uh, and the face is a little larger in this one too. So the max is a slightly larger face, again, to allow for a little bit more playability for that guy who isn't gonna hit center face quite as often. So just like with M5 and M6, we're going to see a blend of these on tour mm -hmm. as well, not just for your average golfer or regular Correct. consumer. Now to go one step further past the max, mm -hmm. there's a D model Correct. available this year yes. as well. And we know how much a large percent of the population that D model can Well, have. yeah. And I think, you know, over the years, we've introduced that D type driver in the M4 and in the M6 models. And that share of our sales has been growing. We know people fit into that product. We know a lot of people struggle with the slice with the driver particularly. Uh, and, and here we have the new uh, Sim Max D. And one of the cool things about this driver is, is we've been able to expand the face even more on this. So it's got an even larger face than, than we're used to seeing on our drivers. And again, the golfer that this typically fits needs more help in terms of having a larger speed spot, as big a face as possible, while still retaining all those other technologies in the club. And, and it's gonna produce between sort of 10 and 20 yards of draw bias depending on the player, but that's significant when you think about the, you know, the problems a lot of golfers have in terms of finding the fairway. Three great models, all available in 2020, and the best players in the world's bag, and uh, in your bag uh, soon in 2020. Yeah. Shape in motion, speed through shape. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah. One. Thanks so much for Thank time. you, Mark. Appreciate it. Thanks. Mark and Tomo, thank you. Personally, the Sim Driver has helped my game in leaps and bounds. I'd say I'm 10 to 15 yards longer than last year and consistently hitting way more fairways. The same can be said for members of Team TaylorMade, with four of the top six players in the world currently using the Sim Driver. But how about when you want to dial back a little off the tee, or you're going for a par 5 and 2? Here's Mark and Tomo once again. Tomo, exciting news out of the Fairway Metal uh, product line this year. You and I have spoken off camera 
about how happy I was with the success of the M5 fairway. Right. Finally put a fairway wood in my back with that heavy uh, weight and the bottom, the heaviest one we've seen mm -hmm. uh, previous. It was just it opened up a world of opportunities for people with fairway woods. Right. With the sim fairway metal, mm -hmm. you've gone even further. Right. Not just with an extra heavy weight at the bottom, mm -hmm. but also the amount of sole that actually gets in contact with the turf. This could be a huge breakthrough this year with this fairway wood. Yeah, we're excited about the, the new sim fairway. And, and like the driver, it has a new shape to it. And the, and the new shape is this new V-steel sole that, that is sort of a throwback, but also modernized and, and new for 2020. And so, it, like you said, it's all about better turf interaction, reducing the amount of friction at the leading edge. And as the club goes through the turf, but there's so much other technology packed into this new uh, tie fairway that I'm really excited about as well, uh, such as obviously having the tie head coming back. Like you said, for the M5 was, was a big breakthrough with the big sole weight that had a 65 gram weight. This one has an 80 gram weight on the sole. So tremendous uh, opportunity to put the CG even lower in the head, producing a higher launch and a lower spin. And you're gonna get just numbers that people have not seen before in fairwoods when you hit the sim fairwood. So that's exciting with the tie, obviously this big steel weight on the bottom, this whole silver area, uh, the V-steel sole is steel. And then when you look at the crown too, we have the carbon crown. So really using materials effectively to lower that CG uh, and then producing just an explosive fairway wood uh, with the sim. And then the final little uh, thing on top of that, sort of the chair on top of the cake there, is really the CA face, the Zaytec face material, which has allowed us now with the stronger face to make it even thinner, faster than we've been with the M5. So not only are you gonna see a more forgiving club, it's a little bit bigger head as well, 180 cc's, but you're gonna get more speed and more forgiveness in the club. So that's gonna be really game changing for a lot of people. And for the first time ever in a very long time, this will be your fastest fairway wood model in, in this profile, in Correct. the original sim. Correct, that's new. So typically when we've launched a couple of different fairwoods in, in the year, uh, our, our bigger, um, you know, sort of game improvement fairways have been the faster ones, the ones that go farther. Uh, the adjustable ones have typically been more about the, you know, the adjustability, the control aspect. Uh, now we're actually building adjustability into something that's even longer than our steel fairways, which is the first for us. And so, yeah, people are going to see some numbers that are not used to seeing on a fairway. That's really exciting and hoping to get that in your bag as well. Yeah, and if you want more spin and you are looking for more forgiveness, maybe a, a little larger profile. Yeah. There is another option available. Absolutely. So the Sim Max, uh, I'm equally excited about the, the Sim Max. The Sim Max is a steel fairway wood building on the great legacy of, of clubs like M4, uh, M2, and M6 fairway woods. Uh, really with the steel construction with this massive speed pocket in the sole, which has been kind of redesigned for this new head. Uh, and also bringing the V-Steel concept in this one as well. So this has a V-Steel sole, same great turf interaction as this regular Sim fairway, but in a little bit bigger head. It's going to be 185 cc's. Uh, we've reshaped the sole to make it again more forgiving. We've added about a yard of peak height to this as well. So when golfers go out there and, and hit these clubs, they're going to get up in the air a little bit more easily. And we know that's such a big part of making fairwood successful is that success rate. People want to just hit good shots because they're hard clubs to hit for any player, let alone for that you know mid to higher handicap guy. And maybe a product that caught everybody off guard by some of the stories you were telling us yeah. is this uh, hybrid, this new V-Steel plated as well, yeah. Sim hybrid. And the reason I bring it up in that capacity to maybe surprise you a bit is this is a great golf club for your average golfer. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can hit from any light and get it up in the air early. When Rory McIlroy tests it and mm -hmm. hits it to seven feet from 250 <laughs> on the regular, maybe it's going to be good for the best players in the world as well. Well, that's the exciting part about the, you know, the Sim Max Rescue is, is, yeah, of course we're bringing in some of those familiar technologies like V-Steel, the Speed Pocket, it's got the C300 face that we have in the Fairwoods as well. Uh, but what's really cool about this is through shaping and kind of morphing the look of it a little bit as well, we've actually brought in the appeal a lot, not only for giving kind of the higher handicapper more confidence to hit good shots, get it up in the air, but like you said, for, for better players like Rory even, uh, 
you know, a club that looks great on the ground, doesn't look shot, doesn't feel like they're going to hit it left, uh, has a very inviting look, doesn't look like it has a lot of offset on it, you know, and, and so we're doing a lot of sort of visual things to make it more appealing for that broader spectrum of player. Um, and I think we're going to actually see some of these on tour next year, which is not typical what we see on our kind of our game improvement hybrids. And so this is, uh, this Simmax uh, Rescue is really exciting from that point of view. And like I said, that Rory, you know, who knows? Well, you never know. And for someone who's always struggled uh, with the hook, with the with a hybrid of any kind, uh, the first thing I noticed when I put that down was the profile. It looks so square. To me, it actually looked a couple degrees open, which for me yeah. was just, wow, this looks fantastic. So Exactly. And, you know, part of the, you know, the, the interesting thing about when we have the, you know, the design that we have on our clubs, which is kind of this lighter top line, and in this case, obviously, the chalk paint and all the new 2020 clubs, uh, and the dark face is that we're, we can dictate where the club is really pointing for the player and we can kind of design that into it so it looks right for the player to dress but still influence face angle almost independently to get the ball to go where we want it to go. So if you want draw bias we can do that like in the, in the Max D product and if you want it neutral we can do that as well. And so getting the club to look good is, is just as important as making it go straight. That's what I love about the line, not just uh, technically the most advanced but also the best looking. Tomo, thanks so much yeah. for your time, another big 2020 game. Thank you so much. This segment of GTC was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade. Every day, more golfers are playing the TP5 and TP5X golf balls. Join them and you'll see why. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back inside another best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully here in studio. Mark, Bob, and I will be back in studio in a couple weeks for a live show as we preview the final 36 holes of the Zozo Championship, which, of course, is taking place at Sherwood Country Club this year instead of in Japan due to COVID-19. Well, today's show is all about Team TaylorMade. We just heard from Tomo Bystead and Mark Sacchino talking about the Sim Driver line and the Sim Fairway Metal line. Some great success with both of those products. But another big success has been the TP5 and TP5X golf ball. The only five-layer ball on market. It's great in the wind. Many of the top players in the world, of course, using this ball. Colin Morikawa, Matthew Wolf, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Jason Day. Many of the world's best using this golf ball. And as well in 2020, TaylorMade released some other products on their ball line, including the Tour Response Golf Ball and also the opportunity to use different colored balls as well. Bob and Mike Fox from TaylorMade discussed this and also a very cool project that Ricky Fowler was involved in as he is also using the TaylorMade golf ball. Let's hear from Bob and Mike Fox. All right, Mike, let's talk a little bit about uh, golf balls for TaylorMade and it's really a story about building on the success that you enjoyed and have built up with TP5 and TP5X. How, uh, how gratifying is it to see that ball start to capture market share? Man, for the last 
three years, TP5 and 5X, has been the hottest tour ball in the world. No one has grown as much in that tour ball category as we have with that product. And when you look at a product like the 5 and 5X when we originally launched in 2017, that product was truly 10 years in the making. To take five layers over those 10 years of development to where that 5 and 5X really has now come to has been an amazing journey. And to see the success it's been having with market share growth and more people coming back and buying dozens and dozens and dozens one after another and the new people switching in every day is really an amazing thing to watch. And that movement that's happening out in retail is the same thing that's happening on tour. We spent most of the year with six of the top 11 players in the world using our golf ball. Jason Day, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler this year, as well as numerous others. And to have those guys playing our products and have a tour staff like that supporting it is really like nothing else going on. And that same movement is, is happening everywhere, and it's really cool to watch. And I understand Canada is a particularly good market for TP5, TP5X. Just like with everything else, Canada continues to be a trendsetter, and it's no different when it comes to the golf balls. And for you guys in Canada, we've had success with golf balls beyond what the rest of the world has. Honestly, Canada has the largest um, playing population of golfers anywhere in the world. You have a larger percentage of people considering themselves golfers than anywhere else. And honestly, you have lower handicaps than almost anywhere else in the world. So you've been able to identify better performing product faster than almost anywhere else in the world in, in addition. And seeing that trend and only that continue to grow to where we've become one of the top balls and some of the largest retailers in the world, but also in Canada, it has really been a huge success story. So to be able to have the rest of the world follow your lead couldn't be more exciting than us. Well, on behalf of all Canadians, thank you for that. <laughs> and I understand thank that you. there's some, some growth for TP5 and TP5X in terms of uh, some new things you're bringing out. Yeah, as much success as we've had with 5 and 5X, one of the fastest growing trends in golf right now is in the non-white golf ball space. Things like yellow products and things like visual technology with picks is a core focus and strategy for us moving forward. And going into next year, we're going to take our TP5 and 5X products and offer them in a new high visibility yellow finish. A significant portion of our business is now in this non-white golf ball category and be able to offer a yellow version of our 5 and 5X is really a, a big deal. Um, be able to create an easier to see product that's as durable as we can possibly make it in this construction that, as you guys know, is the best performing one we can possibly make, it is really a huge opportunity for the golfer out there. Okay. And then uh, picks is also another area where you're getting some growth, and you had some helping hand from uh, from Ricky Fowler. Tell us that story and, and, and about picks in general. Yeah, so as I mentioned, visual technology is a core focus and strategy for TaylorMade moving forward. And we've learned a lot over the last year with the selling of TP Picks product, TP5 Picks product, the original generation. And when we originally launched Pix, it was about creating products that were easier to see. But over the last year of selling it and three years of making, we've learned a lot. But we've learned just as much in the working with Ricky Fowler over the last year of starting the signing process. And what I mean by that is when we first started signing Ricky Fowler, and we introduced him to the entire line of golf balls, when he saw Pix for the first time, him and his team immediately gravitated towards it. You know, we all know Ricky fashion, performance, that, that's him. He immediately was into it. But he had ideas on how to make it better. And over the last year, it's been a true collaboration between Ricky and ourselves to make this next generation PIX product for 2020 something like the world has never seen. The new generation PIX product is not just gonna have multicolor, 12 evenly spaced images to be easier to see, like the prior generation, 
but it's also going to have something we call clear path alignment. This is something that Ricky was incredibly involved in. What we did is we took these 12 evenly spaced images and we found this clear path right through the center. And what we did is we took the TaylorMade logo and where you normally would see another TaylorMade logo on the other side, you're only going to see one. And for the first time ever, we took the product stamp, TB5 and 5X, and aligned it with the TaylorMade brand stamp. So when you line up this product on the putting green and you roll that golf ball, you see this perfect black line through the center. And for Ricky, he's consistently one of the best putters on the PGA Tour. And anything that would help him get better feedback where it matters most was something he was incredibly interested in, but something the average golfer could really benefit from as well. Let's move on to tour response and uh, another great story and a, and a new story for you guys yeah. this year. Tell us about it. So, tour response for us is as big an opportunity as I think there is in golf. There's rare within golf where we see as big a parity between this product and the competition as we're seeing with Tour Response and other products in the price point. And really the reason for that is Tour Response is specifically designed for, for all golfers but with Tour technology. And when I say Tour technology, I primarily mean the cast urethane cover that's on this golf ball. We all know cast urethane, thermoplastic urethane, but urethane as a material is used on all Tour products out there. PGA Tour, Champions Tour, Canadian Tour. If you're a professional golfer, you're using a urethane golf ball. It's the industry standard when it comes to what creates the best performing product. It's like titanium faces on drivers. For the first time, we're creating a product at an average price point that utilizes cash urethane. We're the only OEM that's gonna be doing something like this. The reason the best players in the world use urethane, it's softer, it's more durable, but primarily it creates significantly more spin. You look at these cover peels, these are Ionomer or Serlin products, incredibly rigid. You look at a urethane product, it's, it blows in the wind. It's incredibly soft. And what that does is it helps stick in the faces of the groove, stick in the grooves on the face of a club to generate more spin, significantly more spin, thousands of RPMs more spin. Typically when we talk about differences in golf balls or golf clubs, it's a few yards here, it's a mile an hour there. To talk about thousands of RPMs of difference between urethane products and sterling ionomer products is as big a parity difference as there is. And the Tour Response product is truly the only product offering 100% cash urethane from an OEM at that really value or the more valued price point. And the performance you're going to get is, is unlike anything else out there. If you are worried about a price point, though, there is a ball for you out there in, in the Response family. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? As much as obviously urethane creates better performance and, and we believe in wholeheartedly and is going to create the biggest difference for consumers when trying to generate spin around the green. There is just, there is truly a price barrier for some golfers, and we still want to create better performance for really all player types at all price points. And the soft response product that's in the response family offers that performance benefit for the golfer looking to spend a little bit less. Soft response is truly about maximizing distance for the average player. It has a unique extended flight dimple pattern on it that keeps that golf ball in the air longer at lower ball speeds and lower spin rates. Typically when you hear about average players, they say, hey, you need more spin to keep the ball in the air. But more spin is going to create more drag that's going to hinder your distance. So we really solved the initial problem, which was the issue of drag and lift. Our unique dimple pattern, which is a shallower U-shaped design with sharper edges, extends the flight of the product at lower ball speeds and lower spin rates to keep that ball in the air longer to maximize distance for that average swing speed. 
and it's really an amazing product to maximize performance for that golfer that's just not as necessarily in that premium price point. Uh, it's a great lineup, great story all around. Congratulations. No, Bob, thank you so much. We couldn't be more excited to continue the momentum of really what's been an incredibly run for the last three years. Bob, Mike, thank you. Some great stuff from TaylorMade. Exciting stuff from their golf ball in 2020 and looking forward to seeing what's coming in 2021. Well, on the other side, we're going to learn all about TaylorMade's truss putter line and as well the sim irons this is a special best of edition of golf talk canada this segment of gtc presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by TaylorMade. every day more golfers are playing the tp5 and tp5x golf balls join them and you'll see why This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back inside our tailor-made equipment best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Mark, Bob, and I will be back in studio in two weeks for another live show as we preview the final 36 holes of the Zozo Championship, which, of course, Tiger Woods is defending this year. We're going to continue our TaylorMade Equipment Best of special here, learning all about TaylorMade's truss putter line. There is some really cool technology involved with this TaylorMade truss putter line. And, of course, Dustin Johnson won with this putter earlier in the summer. Let's learn all about the TaylorMade Trust Putter. All right, with Bill Price and Gus Alisio to talk putters here, and uh, it's all about trust in your putter, but this year it's about trust in your putter. You like that? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, like, I, that, I like that a lot. Uh, it starts with a classic blade design in the sense that there's still a need or a want from some of the better players, especially in the world, to have a classic look in a blade. But the problem is you've given up a lot until now. And that's really where this product starts with trust. Yeah, so we've been very successful over the last few years with Spider, right? So Spider is a whole different geometry. It's all about stability, a whole platform of stability for years. And so players have adapted to that. So there's still 40% of the players today that are more of this classic design. So they're giving up stability, like you said. So one of the things that we worked on over the years, 40,000 impacts uh, over, the, over the course of the putter lab, as you'll see, that this is 38 millimeters wide, so it's quite wide for where players hit the ball on the face of the putter, more towards the toe. So what we wanted to do is create something that has a little bit less twisting. So we know we can't get too big. We know this player is really precise and he wants something to look down at that looks just like a normal blade. So we had to look for a different way to solve this stability question, so we turned to the hosel. So with me here is Gus to kind of take you through a little bit of what and why we designed this this new uh, truss hosel. Yeah, so we went with this uh, truss design, which increases the amount of stability you have on your top line. So the way you're looking at it, you have less unsupported mass on your toe, which uh, in a better sense, 
gives you a little bit less deflection on toe hits. And so that way, uh, when you're talking about your 38 millimeter uh, dispersion on your face, you have a much more precise impact and it goes uh, truer to path. So one of the things, Gus, I think we talked about is one contact point versus, we call it two contact points, but really you're getting all this, this contact along the, the horizontal design of the putter because we're creating more support down here. So why the triangle? It's a load-bearing shape, right? Yeah, so the triangle is the strongest shape uh, geometry-wise, and so this provides the most uh, stiff face possible uh, for this putter. So what we see, we see this design in lots of engineering, in buildings, in bridges, in tennis rackets, how they've advanced over the years to go to larger heads and allow stability. It's all about stability. But one of the keys here is it has to look clean. You've hid this from the top down. So from a player standpoint, how long did you play with that? You must have played around with a bunch of designs until you felt comfortable with, the, with saying to yourselves, hey, I can't see this when I'm addressing the golf ball. There was a lot of challenges here because most important, just like you said, is you know this player likes to look at a classic, it's a classic blade and he doesn't want this to be too big. He wants to make sure it's classic. So designing this hosel, I know Gus was challenged with a lot of different designs and how to really make this, this look right to that player. Um, he had to hide some angles in here but one of the most importantly is, is great performance. Yeah. So we've got the truss, we've got the, the, the new hosel design, it comes in a blade version, it comes in a center shafted version. So there's a lot of different alignments, obviously center shafted off the middle was always, uh, from a scientific standpoint, the best, but it, different off the toe and heel, you've addressed that now with this new hosel design. So many options, but we'd be, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't touch on the new spider. Well, because... before we go, oh, there, I, I mean, one of the things that we want to talk about is the center shaft. We're really excited about the center shaft because even though we have a heel shafted truss, um, it has greater properties, less twisting than a normal putter, but the center shaft, we're real excited because now we can take the truss design all the way from heel to toe. So this creates even better stability that we see. Correct. So, especially on a 14-foot putt. So now the ball is can have a better chance of starting on line and staying on line and getting in the hole. So on the mallet, you see it all the way heel-toe. On the blade, because of the blade length, we really focused on just the middle part or the section in the center here where the ball is impacted the most. So we created the truss to be right in here. And we added some offsets for the center shaft. So they now we want, really want to change that whole center shafted market and we feel that we can't do this with truss. Guys, congratulations. This is tremendous stuff. Real advancements here, especially in truss. This is revolutionary. Going to be a great 2020. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very exciting and intriguing technology from the TaylorMade Truss Putter Line. You should definitely go out and give it a whirl if you're struggling with your flat stick. Well, next up in our TaylorMade Equipment Special, the Sim Irons. This could be good for, you know, a 10 handicap, 10 to 20 handicap, the game improvement iron, even those who are below a 10 handicap. This is great for all levels of golfer. And, of course, Nick Taylor actually used a Sim Max iron when he won the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am back in February. Boy, does that feel like a long time ago. Let's learn all about the tailor-made Sim iron line with Bob and Matt Bovey. All right, Matt, let's talk about uh, Sim Irons. And this is building off the technology that uh, you brought out last year with SpeedBridge, and that seems to be the main um, 
piece of attention for this iron, but it's certainly not the only story. So why don't you give us a little bit about what's going on and how you came up with this new design? Sure, yeah, so the new 2020 iron, SimMax and SimMax OS, they're built around the foundation of the SpeedBridge technology, like you mentioned. That SpeedBridge gives players more distance with better feel from one technology. So we don't have to have the trade-off anymore, which is why we wanna make sure we keep that technology and we build around it. But in addition to the speed bridge, the Max and Max OS are packed full with the speed pocket and a brand new sound dampening uh, technology called the Echo Damping System. Ultimately, what this is gonna do is it's going to give players forged iron-like feel without sacrificing any performance. Now, the Echo Damping System uses multiple contact points across the full length of the face to accelerate that damping process, which is where we get the forged iron-like feel without sacrificing performance. It's tough to try to combine all the things you've got in there and still make this club work. How much of a, um, of, a, of a building process was it to kind of get to this point where you're really not sacrificing anything? Yeah, when you think about the amount of time we spent uh, developing SpeedBridge, right? That's three to four years in the making, and now we've understood it in, in the M5 and M6 irons, which allows us to then continue to redesign it, optimize it, and ultimately design a better face into 2020. So, I mean, you're looking at five years just from the technology package that's in these irons, but in terms of really breaking the trade-off barrier between distance and feel for a game improvement iron, that's been a mission for a long, long time. And the speed bridge, we see it, it's very visible, it's right there, but why don't you give us a, a, a sort of a layman's explanation of how it actually works and what it does? Sure, so the speed bridge, I mean, um, we'll pull out an iron head here, this one will be a little bit easier to see, right, we have it in the bag as well, but the speed bridge is the bar that spans across the cavity back of the iron here. So it connects the sole with the upper portion of the face or what we call the top line. By doing that, we add additional rigidity in the top line, which allows us to put a more flexible speed pocket, a through slot speed pocket into the game improvement irons. The through slot speed pocket is significantly more flexible. Flexibility is ultimately what drives ball speed and forgiveness in game improvement irons. So the speed bridge unlocks a more flexible speed pocket, which actually changes the way the face behaves at impact. Now hinging about the top line, making, uh, giving players more ball speed and again, a larger sweet spot. Okay, and you mentioned the echo dampening system. Can you give me that as well in a little bit more of a layman's terms? Why would I be interested in that? What does it do for me? Sure, so the echo damping system, we actually have a good view of it here, right? We can take a look through the face and you can see the multiple contact points spanning from the heel to the toe. A good way to think about multiple contact points is if somebody rings a bell and you want to silence that bell, do you use one finger or are you gonna use your whole hand? Right? Obviously you're going to use your whole hand because multiple contact points means you dampen out those vibrations much quicker, ultimately giving you a better feeling iron without sacrificing performance. Okay, now you've got a second version of this. There's a SimMax, a SimMax OS. Tell us about the OS. Yeah, so the OS is new to the family this year. SimMax is our core game improvement iron, all-around distance forgiveness playability. SimMax OS, OS standing for oversized, is super game improvement. So a slightly bigger club head there, you got more face area, a little more offset designed to be more forgiving, and it's built with stronger lofts. So players that hold distance paramount, that's definitely gonna be something that they wanna look at. It's got all the same technology as Sim Max, in addition to the new shaping for that player looking for more forgiveness, so you know it's gonna feel great and go a long way. Okay, if I'm a golfer, I'm interested in these clubs, where does it find it in a handicap level or the experience level, who should play each one of these irons? It's a great question, and it's hard to put a handicap number on these because it really comes down to what you're looking at as a player and maybe your swing speed. But I would say that anybody in that mid to high handicap range, 15 and up, SimMax and MaxOS is going to be a good candidate for you. It's just going to be about what fits your eye, 
what fits how you deliver the club head to the ball impact and ultimately what gives you the best performance. I wouldn't put a ceiling on any of them. You know, you could be a 30 handicap and these are going to work great for you as well, but I certainly recommend getting fit. Perfect. Thank you. Absolutely. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Wrapping up Hour 1 right here on our tailor-made Best of Equipment Special on Golf Talk Canada. We've learned all about the driver, the putter, the irons, fairy wood, the ball. But how about stepping inside the tour truck? We had a chance to go inside the tailor-made tour truck a little earlier this year and learn all about what goes on in there on a weekly basis. All right, here in the state-of-the-art tailor-made tour van, normally I'm not allowed in here without full security. I handcuffed myself, I think, at the Northern Trestle last time I spoke to you gentlemen, I wouldn't leave. Chris Trotty, Wade Lyles, uh, they're always in this van. Every time I see the van on the road, you're both in the van or running back and forth, things for range use and whatnot. Uh, let's start there, life on the road in this magnificent vehicle. Um, what's a Tuesday, Wednesday look like for you guys in terms of who's tinkering, what are you doing, what's happening in this van before the tournament actually starts? Well, you know, I set this thing up on Mondays. I drive it, I set it up on, on Sunday. Monday is kind of a slow day because of all the charity programs going on, but Tuesday is the full practice day. So guys are out there, that's when they're messing with stuff, that's when they want to change things, get things re-gripped, lines and lofts. And Wednesday is also a little bit busy because we're under the pressure they have. It's our last day we're there. They want to make sure everything gets situated before they have to play on Thursday. So it could be very busy in here certain weeks. In terms of who's tinkers more, who's a little bit harder to get into new stuff or, or tries it way longer, puts it through a trial period a little bit more intense than the other. Who's the easiest guy to go, hey, put this in your bag, and another guy's like tinkering, not putting the play yet, moving it around? I think in answer to the first question as well on that one, it really depends on time of year. Like we will be manic from Hawaii, no truck there, but Palm Desert through to really Augusta. Because new release yeah, is coming up, right? That's that part. And also Augusta's the first place where everyone is trying to get super dialed in to how they want to play that golf course. So, you know, you might be Mexico, we go to altitude, so we've got builds the week before that we have to get right there. But there might be a when you go to Phoenix to the desert, something you adjust there to Wade's point, loft lies, so that you get a slightly flatter land angle more run. And then when it comes to players and who tinkers more, I think we're seeing already that there are guys that like things a certain way. So Bo Hosler, Colin Morikawa of the newer generation, they like things a certain way. 
And then there are guys that have gone through this process year on year, been with us a long time, and they know what's expected of them, and they know how to dial themselves in, even with or without us truly being on it. Dustin Johnson, for example, he can get into something very quickly. Rory, pretty quick. We'll make a slight tweak, perhaps, as we get into Florida. For example, like I know last year, Arnold Palmer, he changed a few things there. But for the most part, he's in. And then Jason Day spends a long time in the desert uh, in January before he comes to Torrey Pines. So we will, he can be a lot of work. But once you get past that February spell yes. with him, he owns it. But he's done. He's, yeah. You don't see him. So, yeah, the, the, like the van is there in, in Palm Springs. So Jason vacations that week. And we'll work with the guys in the tournament. And also one guy will go over the track van. And they'll work with Jason Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Make sure he's dialed in for the year to come. So he it. won't even go to the tour event. It's a They'll working be, vacation. Yeah, yeah, basically. And we'll have a guy that will just go and hang with Jason for three days. Now, I follow you on social media. I sometimes bug you about left-handed equipment on social media. Oh, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You play around now. I see a lot of guys uh, with soul grinds, and, and it seems to be something that's kind of coming back and more popular, personalized soul grinds and whatnot. Are we still in an era where when guys go to Augusta and they have tighter lies, they might come in and say, guys, I want less bounce this week or something like that. Are they still manipulating in terms of turf conditions and playing around with this type of stuff. The only place that I will manipulate for a, a venue is the Open Championship because you're getting so onto super firm and you've got to take bounce off. Other than that, we will have the conversations about Augusta here and they're happening now with Paul Dunkowski inside. We'll talk to Paulie D and we'll come up with a mill grind, which we've done in the past and I've spoken about it in this scenario before. Like the four-way camber that Ram uses came at the Kingdom. That was finalized at the Kingdom. Then it was put into the mill grind wedge. And as great as I am at grinding, as great as, as Wade is at that, it's tough to replicate the same wedge over and over. But mill grind can get on it. So basically we made a wedge for John Ram, the four-way camber that's now gone to retail. And it all came about with getting shots for Augusta and how he wants to play it the right way. Interesting. So sometimes tweaking with the world's best players and through kind of experimenting, you, we end up with a product for yeah. for retail. Yeah, yeah. you know, and and the thing is, is that you know a lot of our guys now, since we do have the milled sole, no matter if they play a different wedge every day, it's not that sole's not going to change. Uh, some players will go through five or six wedges a year. To me, it would be very hard for a person to sit there and grind five wedges, six wedges exactly the right. same. So we don't want to start with a black, a blank canvas. We want to start with the right canvas. It's done. Let's stamp your initials on six of these. Come in here every week if you want to and grab one. Yeah. So that's a huge advantage for us and the guys playing our wages. We don't need to sit there in a grinding machine all day. They're already dialed in for it. That's the other thing. It takes a while. You know, if you're going to get this thing spot on and you have to do it, it's, it's an not, investment. In it takes some time, yes. and then you're taking time away from where you can be dialing the bag in somewhere else. Before we wrap, guys, uh, you know, this van, it's out there quite a bit. I know it's hectic as we get into Augusta, like you said, and it cools off a little. Any story you can share? Anything funny happened in the last 12 months that uh, that's good That's good for TV that we don't have to hide, that we can uh, talk about? Anything pop to mind? You, you must have one, and I'll tell you something, <laughs> I'm sure. I mean... It, Obviously, there's a lot of stories that happen through the year and getting things right. I know the, the John Rahm Spider tour story is probably acceptable for this crowd. We were, uh, John had Spider tour 
um, liked it a lot and we would literally travel with a Spider X for him everywhere just to offer the service and offer what we felt would be an upgrade benefit of what he had and uh, you know he kind of would come in look at this thing say he liked it then he put it away then he'd say he liked it then he'd put it away and then he'd come to the kingdom go through the system here it would show that it's a great putter for him he'd look at it he'd check the loft and light put it away and in the end he sort of came in and was like maybe I'm going to play that and I literally said to Wade listen I'm, I'm done with this like this is I'm, I'm done I've been having this conversation <laughs> since January help me out I'm done walked out and then just left John plays the putter that week I've done everything with this putter everything I'm like what do you say to him he said I just said it's a uh, tougher to move the loft and light. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's it. It took me all year. And like I said, you know, I, I don't, I'm not preaching these guys. That's what the reps do. I just, they give me their order. I build it. Off they go. We go through everything. So, though, haven't we? Like, yeah. So everything. it's like, you know, when, when I said that, you know, which is, it's actually true. Right. You know, a little bit, it, it is true. And when I told him that he kind of took, okay, well maybe I should think about playing the spider X. Yep. Puts it in play and he's won. <laughs> What four times or something? Yeah, like that? one so. in Europe hasn't he? And then got rookie. Of the, not rookie here, but won the order of merit. Yeah. So, yeah, he's in a good Wait, spot. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thanks for everything you, you so do. Much. Awesome. awesome, guys. Always love visiting the van, and you heard it right here. The tweaks, all the little custom things they do. They eventually land in your uh, in your bag, and I'm sure some of that you'll have in your bag for 2020. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to another best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully here in studio. Mark, Bob, and I will be back with a live show in a couple of weeks as we preview the final two rounds of the Zozo Championship. Well, our TaylorMade Best of Equipment Special continues today with TaylorMade's Fall Line. There are a couple of great products out here. Starting with the Sim UDI and DHY, more in the driving iron and hybrid family of clubs. I had a chance to catch up with Tomo Bystead, and we learn all about these two clubs. Alongside Tomo Bystead from TaylorMade, we'll be discussing hybrids and utility clubs for the fall line. But before that, Tomo, the Sim Max Rescue has been a huge success. What's it been like for you seeing these rescues used for the first time ever and players having immediate success, notably Dustin Johnson at the Travelers? Yeah, it's been incredible. And, and thanks for having me on the show. I, I definitely, um, you know, personally was, was a little bit surprised. I mean, obviously we made tweaks to the product knew was going to work really well for some of these tour players and, and just better players in general, uh, as it's always been more of a game improvement hybrid that we've launched in this kind of Sim Max M6 style club. Uh, and so um, 
when the guys started using them early in the season, we were like, whoa, this is kind of interesting. And then obviously it's snowballed and, and, you know, these guys are, um, every week after week been playing it. And obviously Dustin, like you mentioned, he, he's been playing it and, and one with two in the bag, you know? So we were, you know, pretty shocked. Honestly, we didn't expect that level of engagement with this product, but honestly it performs so well. And, and, uh, you know, part of me is not surprised as well because I know how good it is. And we've obviously done a lot of internal testing. And so we, it's more of a mental hurdle I felt like for a lot of these guys of like actually putting a hybrid in the bag because both Dustin and Rory have never played a hybrid in their professional career. So, um, you know, it's been, but it's been gratifying. Obviously the work that the team has done here back in Carlsbad to make these clubs better have, actually, you know, paid off both, both from is using, but also they've done incredibly well in the marketplace. Have they ever? Now, on that tone, we're talking utility clubs. Gapper was released a few years ago to help get the gap between your longest iron and your shortest wood in a player's bag. But now there's two new utility clubs being released. Let's start with the Sim DHY. First of all, what does DHY stand for? So it's really uh, short for driving hybrid. Um, okay. And it was, again, it was, it's, a, it's a club that kind of spans that gap between sort of utility driving irons and the hybrid world, you know, and, and that was really the inspiration behind it. And we felt like this is a name that we've had. And obviously those of you guys who are, you know, more into the gear, they, you will know that there was an Adams club called the DHY back in the day. And we felt like, hey, that was a cool moniker that, that we can kind of adopt into the line that, that really tells the story of what the club is. Now tell us about the product. Speed Foam Technology has been a staple with TaylorMade as well. This this has a custom bendable hosel, which is different than the Gapper. Tell us about that. Yeah. So um, also here here is the club. First of all, I did bring one just uh, to nice. show the the viewers here uh, right in front of you. You can kind of see what it looks like. Uh, again, a little bit a little bit of a thicker um, head than than what you see in a typical driving iron. Um, but that's part of what makes this club unique. Um, yeah. So th this club basically was based based on a lot of research we've done, a lot of learnings on the gap from uh, mid product, uh, but really looking at sort of how do we expand the use of utility irons to, to more mid and higher handicap players? You know, how do we make these clubs easier to play, launch higher, and obviously go farther, um, which is ultimately what people are looking for. And so a lot of work has gone into the sole design, and obviously there's a ton of technology packed inside of the club. Uh, obviously, we have speed foam in this, and we actually have a special lighter uh, lower density version of the speed foam in the DHY to keep that CG as low as possible. Uh, and we have a brand new face material. And that's really um, part of the, the secret sauce here into getting the additional speed and getting improved feel in the product. It's this new forged face that we have on them. So Gappers didn't have the forged faces. None of our other kind of hybrid clubs have forged faces. These have forged uh, C300 uh, high strength faces, which really help kind of obviously push us closer to the CR limit and get them really fast but also improves the feel of the product as well. So that's been a, a big breakthrough. And you mentioned the custom bendable hosel. Yeah. Um, so this was another interesting kind of development from Gapper in that we, you know, with Gapper, we wanted to, we, we tried a new concept essentially where there was three heads and there was sort of interchangeable shafts, same shaft in each one. And you can kind of try the head that worked best for you. Ultimately, that was a cool way to test different shafts and, 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 and that sort of thing. But unfortunately, one of the things that we found out was, especially with clubs like the UDI was, people couldn't get the granularity of adjustments that they were looking for. And that what you look for in an iron. I mean, a lot of times if you order a set of irons for yourself, for example, you would order probably one degree up and, and maybe half a degree stronger loft. And you'd have very specific things that you were looking for. Uh, and the FCT system, while it's a, obviously a great system that, that we've had the loft sleeve, um, the loft and the live chain together, you know, which is not a big deal when you're changing it on a driver. Um, you just try and dial in your loft. But an iron, if you add loft and then you have to change your line angle at the same time, that was a little bit um, inconvenient in some cases and, and didn't work um, for every player. Now, 
this, the other thing is obviously we're pushing um, more and more business through our custom channels and, and, our, and our custom team is doing a fantastic job and obviously supporting the, um, the development and the increase of custom volume. Um, and so we feel like a lot of people are going to get fit for these anyway. Mm -hmm. So having the ability to obviously bend them in custom as they're being built and then arriving at your doorstep perfect to your specs kind of was the goal ultimately with this. Super exciting stuff. So that's the DHY. Now let's move to the SIM UDI, Ultimate Driving mm -hmm. Iron. This is designed maybe for more mm -hmm. of a penetrating low ball flight off the tee. Tiger calls it the stinger. Tell us about some uh -huh. of this technology uh, in this product. Yeah, so so uh, here here's that one. Yeah. Uh, this is actually my, my personal one that I've been oh. using. So it's got a couple of T marks on the sole. There you go. Actually, both are, are, are my personal use nice. ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's not a brand new club, but anyway, this club, um, you know, it's been really exciting. You know, for me personally, um, I actually my the first program I ever worked on at TaylorMade was the original Tour Preferred UDI. So I have, um, um, you know, this I have a lot of history with UDI, and and I kind of feel like. This is a little bit back to the roots in some ways. Uh, in some ways, it's breaking new ground. You know, we're, we're, we're bringing back some of the original shaping of that club. A lot of the feedback from tour players were as we did subsequent driving type irons in the line after the tour preferred UDI was, can we bring back the shaping of that club? They love the offset, the top line. Uh, you know, so I, I pat myself on the back for doing a good job in that very first club that I did. Uh, but but ultimately we, we we really were inspired by that and so a lot of the shaping that you've seen this was going to look familiar to guys who like the original preferred UDI from a shaping standpoint. Now internally there's a lot of new things. Obviously this has speed foam in it. Uh, this also has that forged C C300 face, uh, and we've actually designed it to launch a little bit higher with a little bit lower spin. So you are going to be able to get. Uh, it's still a relatively lower launching club, like you said at the beginning. This is definitely for the player who likes to hit that stinger. If you get this in a, you can hit some really beautiful low shots with it that just run out forever mm -hmm. uh but ultimately we didn't want to make it too extreme either you know we, we we already have a club i would say that that is is our, our ultimate kind of low uh low spin club which is the p790 that that is a lower spinning thinner blade type of club this one is going to be a lot in the same vein in terms of the player target but it is going to be a little higher flying uh and it's going to have a little higher peak trajectory so you'll see the peak trajectory difference between the 790 and this one uh, and, and it's going to be, uh, you know, workable like, a, like we've seen with the 790 as well. But uh, distance wise, it's going to be a little more forgiving. It's got a little bit more uh, internal weighting on the perimeter. Uh, and again, this, this forge face is going to give it incredible feel. So we're trying to match up a lot of different things, um, adding some versatility to it. Um, it's not a one trick pony. It's not just your stinger club. It can definitely hit some nice hot, towering shots off the fairway as well, if that's what you're looking for. And we're going to see these in play on tour a lot, uh, especially the UDI model. Um, and part, part of that is because we've, we've got a lot of feedback from tour on mm -hmm. gapper on the previous UDIs that we've baked into this product. You know, we really make sure that that's something that, uh, you know, we listen to, to both the tour players, but also fitters and, and other people out in the, in the field who have been playing our previous products, guys like yourself who play gapper, you know, and make sure that we're addressing the concerns that, that they have. You mentioned seeing it on tour. Do you think we'll see a mix of DHY and UDI on tour or more UDI just depending on what players want? I, I would expect to see more of the UDI just because that's more similar to what the guys have now in the bag. Um, you know, and, I, and it's going to be interesting because I think guys like Rory, for example, uh, will likely play both the Simmax Rescue and this one depending on the course. You know, so mm -hmm. some, some weekends he'll show up with, with, the, with this one in the bag and some weekends he'll have the Simmax Rescue. depends on what shots he's looking for. Uh, what Rory really likes with the uh, Sim Max Rescue is his ability to hit these towering, super high shots 
from, you know, 250, 260 out and that land soft on the green, uh, the same UDI is not going to be able to do the same thing. But if he's looking for more of an option off the tee, he's going to probably opt for this one, the UDI. Um, and, you know, we've seen him play uh, driving irons at like places like Sawgrass. He plays that all the time at the Players' Championship. And this other venues, when you play Lynx Golf, things like that, we see a lot more of these driving iron type clubs uh, show up in the bags. And ultimately, what we're trying to do is offer players more options, you know, not only you know, what your ability is and what your swing speed is, but also course conditions potentially. You know, I can see a lot of golfers out there, just even amateurs, maybe buying, having a Simmax Rescue and a UDI hmm. and maybe a DHY. And depending on, you know, where they're playing, what they're looking for, where the state of their game is at, they may pull something different, put it in the bag on that weekend. Or you can do what I do, which is play with like 16 clubs in the bag, which is also okay. Definitely, definitely okay. Now, we mentioned, we mentioned the gapper a couple of times. Now, I understand both mm -hmm. this new products, they have slightly shorter shafts, but mm -hmm. still have better ball speed, launch angle, spin. Explain how that yep. works. Yeah, so uh, essentially, what, what, you know, one of the bits of feedback we got from gapper was um, with the mid and the low specifically that they were maybe too long. You know? And again, part of it was because we were trying to kind of match up um, lengths more evenly across the three heads. But ultimately, when you have a bigger looking head, the club is going to appear shorter versus a smaller looking head, that club is going to feel really long, you know? Mm. And so um, certainly from a from a playability and consistency standpoint, we felt like if we go, went a little shorter, closer to iron lengths, we would, um, I, I think the player would experience more consistency. So then the challenge was, okay, we're going to give up some club head speed when you go shorter. That's just inevitable. As you know, you, hit, you swing your driver mm. faster, you swing your five iron because it's a way different shaft length. And so, uh, we had to claw back that distance deficit some way. And so what we did was we actually built the clubs uh, with a faster, thinner face with this new C300 forged material, but also we adopted the through slot speed pocket. So speed pockets have been in integral to our um, product line for years, as you know, both in irons and metal woods. Um, and more recently, we've been starting to use these through slot speed pockets. And through slot speed pockets are interesting because they, they do something different than the typical, we call blind pockets that are just kind of a, an indentation in the sole. They both create flexibility, but the through slot ones where they go through into the head are more flexible. Uh, and they actually add more speed, but they also drop spin a little bit, which in this case works fine. So what we also have done to kind of counteract all that, and again, it's juggling a lot of variables, is adding a bit of loft to it as well. So these, both the UDI and the DHY are about a degree weaker lofted than their sort of gapper counterparts, right? Okay. So if, for example, a three in the DHY uh, is um, th this one is at 19 degrees. It was an 18 degree in the gapper mid. Uh, and so the fact that we're dropping some of the spin with the slot construction, if you didn't change the loft, you would end up with a slightly lower peak trajectory, which was not what we wanted. So we actually added loft, which also helps in terms of the club looking a little friendlier. You see more face. So we felt like that was a win-win. And then to your point, it's going higher uh, and it's going longer the shorter shaft so that's a that's a that's three wins right there uh built into one thing so that was pretty cool higher longer more control <laughs> what more can you ask for with a couple of golf exactly. clubs uh, Tom, before we let you go there's lots of adjustability yeah. options loft options mm -hmm. dhy 17 19 22 25 degree in other words two three yes. four five iron and the udi mm -hmm. available in the two and three iron loft correct, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah right exactly on. and obviously Tons of custom options. Uh, we're continuously adding to that as well. And going into 21, we're going to have some new uh, shaft options. What's nice about these is you can fit any hybrid shaft, any rescue shaft in the product in custom as well to really get it to exactly what you need. 
Well, Tomo, I currently have the Gapper in my bag. I had the chance to hit both of these products. They're long, they're straight, they're awesome. Looking forward to using these on the golf course and looking forward to seeing the guys on tour using these as well. Some exciting gear coming from awesome. TaylorMade in the fall 2020. Thanks for your time today and all the best you're going forward. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adam. Appreciate it. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to our tailor-made equipment best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully here in studio. We'll be back with a live show in a couple weeks. And on, during that show, we're going to preview the final 36 holes of the Zozo Championship, which, yes, of course, Tiger Woods will be defending. Curious to see what kind of form Tiger brings to the Zozo Championship. Of course, the Masters just a couple weeks after that. It's going to be a very exciting fall uh, as, as a golf fan. Well, our tailor-made equipment special continues now with their new putter, the FCG putter, Forward Center of Gravity. I had a chance to catch up with Bill Price, and we learned all about the technologies of this new flat stick. We're talking putters with Bill Price from TaylorMade, and Bill, some great new gear coming out for the fall. Before we get to the new putter being released this fall, there's a ton of momentum right now from Team TaylorMade on the greens on the PGA Tour right now, isn't there, Bill? Yeah, especially since the restart, we've had quite a few victories. You know, a couple spiders, TP, a trust putter win out there. So, yeah, it's been fantastic for us. It's been awesome to see, uh, yeah, the trust, the spider, everything uh, going really well for Team TaylorMade. Now, on the greens, this new putter, it's called the Spider FCG. First of all, what does FCG stand for? Yeah, it's, um, it stands for Forward Center of Gravity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what we, you know, Spider's always been uh, built on a platform of stability. Mm-hmm. and always had a deep CG. So the CG is very, very deep compared to a blade putter that's more front-loaded. So, you know, the nice thing about blade putters, and Spider's been the number one mallet uh, at retail for probably the last five years. And, and the same thing on tour. You know, we've had Spider has uh, become the number one putter with the number one players over the last five years, with Jason Day first with the red, then DJ with black, then uh, Rory with, uh, with the uh, Spider X Copper, um, and then just a couple weeks ago with the chalk from uh, John Rahm. So mm-hmm. Spider's been a big success, and a lot of that success is built with um, a distance control. So it's great to have a, a putter that provides such great distance control and forgiveness. Yeah, distance control and forgiveness is obviously crucial. Now, part of this is this putter, it looks like a mallet, but feels like a blade. Explain. Yeah. So, so one of the things, this was not from us. This is really built on tour. So this had a lot of tour feedback. So, so players that struggle to get into a spider, and if they're going from a blade putter, and you look at the size of a blade putter, and you, you kind of analyze what a blade putter is all about, it's got a very forward CG. So the sensation and the feel that you get is different from a mallet putter. 
because mm -hmm. the CD is three times deeper, which is great for distance control and forgiveness. But certain players, there's a certain style of player that we see in these same players, and these are, are great players on the PJ Tour and European Tours that have come to us and said, you know, if you could, can you push that CG forward? And we're like, why? Why would you want that? Well, you know, if you start to ask them questions, there's a certain rotation that they have in their, their arc of their swing, and they're used to a blade putter. So it is a big jump from a blade to a big mallet, or, or when I say a standard mallet. So we started thinking about that, what their comments were, and then we started analyzing their stroke, and they had a, a pretty much of a gated swing. So when you look at that putt style that they have, that, that face opens up and closes a lot of rotation. So there's a feel that they get. So we started talking about building a putter, instead of having it deep, can we move it forward? So if you look at the bottom of the putter, it has the width of a blade. So that whole putter sits to the same width of a, of a blade putter. You also see the trisole that's in there today. So it's got the same sole that you'd find on most of, most of these uh, blade putters. So it sits nice and square. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with a, with a mallet putter, it sits where the CG, it sits back in a, where that CG is located. Here, it's up front. So players like that. So the nice thing about it, too, a lot of these players have a, a forward press in their swing. So the nice thing is it kind of leans forward for them automatically. So everything about the design of this is just front loading it. So you see the tungsten weights out there. Um, it was all about putting as much weight as we could out there in the front part of the putter. And that's what we did. So we put 70% out there. I was just going to ask you about the forward press, but I'll ask you too about the, the white true path T alignment. That also helps your aim, correct? Yeah, so one of the things that we, we're a big believer in is true path. So we, we have in the, the white sight lines that are on there today, the thicker sight lines, some of the thickness on the sight lines that you'll see from us are about the 50% width of the ball. Sometimes they're the width of the ball, sometimes they're the width of the cup. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the style of player and how much help do you need. So, um, and especially with the FCG, it's all about this T sight line that we have, which really, if you look at the T sight line, it's really easy to line up. Uh, you can use the center of the face or the uh, front edge of the face and the leading edge, and you can use that, and you can use the long part of the, the central to really center your ball and kind of create like a T uh, sight line. You also mentioned the tungsten weights in the putter. Expand on that if you could a little bit. What's the significance behind them? So the tungsten is a great, uh, uh, it's a great material for weight, and so mm -hmm. it allows us to, to front load the weight. So we have about 101 grams about 50 grams each of those, um, uh, both on the heel and the toe. So again, everything front loaded. So 70% up front versus a spider, a normal spider that we is the number one model, model today. That one is about uh, only about 40% up front. So about 43% up front. So big change of moving everything forward. So even the insert, uh, if you see the copper insert that we have. So we wanted to find an insert that did uh, had two things. One, um, weight. <laughs> we wanted to front load the weight again. So most of our inserts weigh between eight to 14 grams. This one's 25. So copper was great for us to help that story front load. And then the second part is I really wanted a feel of a blade putter. A blade putter has a certain sound mm -hmm. um, and it has a certain vibration that you feel and a certain sensation that players feel in their hands because of that forward CG. So copper gave that to us. It gave us this nice firm sound, click sound that we we're looking for. So it, it accomplished two things for us besides the, the nice roll. Right on. Now, something that's also very interesting about the FCG putter, there are three different hosel options for this putter. Tell us about that. 
Yes. So one of the things that you're going to start to see in the future, not only right now, is, this, is these houses that we have today. So they're, they're all new houses that we have. Um, they're new in how we bond in the housel today. So it's very, very easy for us in manufacturing to, mm -hmm. to, to change out the housels. The beauty of that is we can have three different toe hangs. And so we can do a lot better fitting wise for different players that have different arcs. So we have a, a nice small slant that provides about 46 degrees of toe hang. That toe hang that we have on that spider FCG is the most toe hang we've had in any spider in the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's the same toe hang that you find in a, a normal blade putter. So that was part of it too, is have more maximum toe hang for those players that have a lot of arc. Then we have a nice uh, L neck, plumber's neck that provides about 25 degrees of toe hang. So for those medium style arc swings that we see out there. And then we have a face balance for uh, players that prefer that type of uh, a swing. It's very exciting stuff for the putter. Before we uh, stop talking about the putter here, another crucial part of this flat stick is the grip used. I understand it's a bit of a thinner grip, grip on the Spider FCG. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's a new grip by, uh, by Super Strokes. So they came to us and I said, I want to have a different style grip. I mean, when you look at blade putters, they are uh, a little thinner, um, smaller in size. So I wanted the smallest uh, diameter that we could possibly have instead of the you know, the bigger, larger diameters that we have with foot super stroke today. So we went with this uh, smaller traction model and it's more that pistol style, style grip that you find on, on most of these blade putters. So we wanted to have that same feel, not only in the hands, but the same feel from the insert and the same performance that you get throughout the whole putter. So we wanted to make sure everything is dialed to that player. So it makes it a nice transition. So hopefully if we can get them from a blade to a mallet, and then we get them from that mid-sized mallet, we can get them into the oversized mallet. So, you know, mallets today are, you know, 63% of the market. So, mm -hmm. um, but blades are still 37%. So it's a significant opportunity for us to uh, try and uh, talk to that player and get them to uh, use a better model. Well, Bill, it's a great looking product. Looking forward to seeing it in action. Thanks for your time today. We'll talk to you soon. Very much. Thank you. Some exciting stuff there. Taylor made's new FCG putter. Well, on the other side, we're going to be joined by Bill Price again to learn all about the new Taylor made wedge that has a little tiger inspiration to it, as well as Taylor made's new ball iron lines. This is a special best of edition of Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club proud home of PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to our tailor-made equipment best of special right here on Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Mark, Bob, and I will be back in studio in a couple weeks. Our next live show will be previewing the final 36 holes 
of the Zozo Championship, which, yes, Tiger Woods is defending. We're going to continue our equipment special now with TaylorMade's new fall iron line. They have three new irons that have been released, the MB, the MC, and an updated version of the P770. This is for all levels of golfers, the MB, sort of the, the blade-shaped iron for the better player, the MC, a little more forgiveness, and then the P770, really any level of golfer can use this iron. Let's learn more about TaylorMade's 2020 fall iron line with Matt Bovey. Talking irons with Matt Bovey from TaylorMade, and Matt, some exciting new products coming out. Before we get to them, how awesome has it been to see golf back in action? Oh, it's been fantastic. Uh, I've missed it terribly. You know, it's great to see it back in action. And it's even better to be back on the course, man. It's a huge part of the life. Got to have it around. It's been awesome to have golf back and many new people trying golf for the first time. Uh, golf's in a pretty good spot right now. But TaylorMade releasing some new irons, giving options to many different players, whether you're a pro, a scratch, a 10 handicap. We're going to go through each of them now. Let's start with the P7MB. This is a blade designed for the better player what are some of the key technology points that's gone into this product yeah you're exactly right about it being a blade so that means it's going to be um, you know meant for the best ball strikers in the world it offers virtually no forgiveness there's no ball speed built into this club it's really just a purest type of iron um, and from a technology standpoint you know blades are all about shaping and turf interaction and feel p7 and b really has that in spades Obviously, we take a lot of inspiration from our tour players. Dustin Johnson's prototype was a big, big inspiration with the P7MB. Some of Rory's feedbacks about offset, et cetera, they were all incorporated into this and married with the sole geometry that those guys love. Um, the back geometry of this iron is very, very different from anything we've had in the past. It's elegant, timeless, contemporary. It's just a beautiful, beautiful product. And it's all wrapped in uh, the best manufacturing process that we could possibly provide consumers. We have our compact grain forging uh, process built into the P7MB and uh, the P7MC, which I'm sure we're going to get to. Ultimately, it gives uh, players the tightest grain structure possible, designed to give the best feel possible, and that's what blades are all about. That's what they're all about for sure, giving you the workability to shape shots right to left, left to right. They're so, so they're like the P730, the existing version of the P730. Let's now move to the P7MC, which you mentioned, which is kind of like the P750 that many tour players have had in the bag for quite some time. A little more forgiveness than the P7MB. Tell us about that. Yep, uh, that's exactly right. So compared to the P7MB, you're going to get a little bit more forgiveness out of the P7MC, and that's because it has a small cavity. MC stands for muscle cavity. When you mm. do that, that's a little bit of perimeter weighting, and it's got just that hint of forgiveness, but you're still able to work the ball virtually any way you want. It all comes down to what you like to feel and how you like to play golf. Um, you mentioned it's ties to P750, which was immensely popular on tour and has had a cult-like following. So we incorporated a lot of design elements and performance elements of the P750, but wrapped it in a new package with a different back bar geometry that just feels a little bit better. Now, I understand the first time Rory McIlroy saw these irons, hit these irons, there was a pretty big uh, excitement factor from him. That's got to be pretty satisfying for you, eh? It's honestly the most rewarding thing that I can experience when it comes to this type of iron. You know, myself, the team, we, we put so much time into designing these products and you know, when you see uh, Rory's face and, and the other tour players' faces light up with just this genuine level of excitement, um, it is really something special. It makes it all worthwhile right then and there. All right, Matt. So I, the iron in my bag right now is the P770 from 2017. And now there's an updated version which a little, with a little more disinvolved now. 
So we have this brand new iron coming out in, in the new P770, and we've really switched it up from the original P770, which you're playing today, and we've oriented it more to be like a compact player's distance iron. You've probably been able to play the P790. It's certainly the most popular iron in our P-Series product, so a lot of players are going to be familiar with that. P770 takes all of those design elements that make 790 such a beautiful product and puts it into a more compact shape. So it's using a forged hollow body construction. It's injected with speed foam. It has a high speed face, but it's the size of your 770s or the 760s, which have been in the lineup recently and found some popularity on tour. So it's really marrying this idea of just give me as much performance as possible in this compact tour shape. Uh, and it's really something special. I, I honestly think it's going to be a game changer. I can't wait for people to see it. You know, hearing the excitement in your voice, I'm just excited for everyone to see this new product, to hit the new product. It's some pretty special stuff. So this is the P700 Iron lineup series. Lots of different options here. How much do you think you'll see players, whether they're on tour or on the amateur level, make some sort of a combo set? I think it's going to be very popular uh, as we go forward with this lineup for a couple of reasons. One, you see the irons there and you look at those, they all have design language that ties together. So they're going to look beautiful in your bag, no matter where you decide to make that transition. Second, we've adjusted the price points to where they're all the same. So now it just comes down to really building that ideal set for you and how you like to play golf. Uh, and on tour, I know we're going to see combo sets to some degree, right? We see players using the P790 and long irons, depending on the players, they're not contracted. So I won't mention them, you know, some of them go all the way down to a four iron. And with this new 770 being a little bit smaller shape, something closer to what they're going to uh, typically look at, I think you're going to see a lot of threes and fours in that 770 for sure. And that's something that the better players can do as well. Uh, you know, it's, I certainly benefit from a little extra forgiveness on the top end of the bag. Uh, and I know a lot of other people feel the same way. Yeah, I think I, I might be a P7 MC into an MB, maybe in the blades. I've never used blades before, but looking forward to giving them a try. And I want to save this for the end of the interview. Some big news for those here in Canada. There's a lot of left-handed players here in Canada. These irons available in left-handed. That's music to a lot of our viewers and listeners' ears. Yes. So not just the 770 and the 7 MC, but the 7 MB. So the blade is available in lefty as well which is not something that we've typically done. Uh, it's been a long, long time since we've been able to do that. But we really wanted to round out our players' iron offering. And we hear all those comments online on social media, and we get all that feedback, and we really want to be able to provide something for everybody, whether you're right or left-handed. So I'm, I'm really looking out for you lefties uh, this year, and uh, hope to see you guys in the new MB and testing out the product. One of our hosts here on Golf Talk Canada, Mark Sacchino. He is doing cartwheels right now. Bob Weeks as well. Very ecstatic. As TaylorMade says, let the sibling rivalry begin between these iron sets. Excited to see them out on tour. Matt, thanks for your time today and all the best you're going forward. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Scully. Take it easy, bud. Super exciting stuff from TaylorMade. I must say as well, I was at headquarters earlier this week. I got fit for some new irons, and I'm going to be an MB guy playing blades for the first time in my life. Uh, I loved hitting them, getting fitted, and looking forward to bringing them out on the course once the golf season resumes into next year. Well, next up on our equipment special, TaylorMade's releasing some new wedges with a bit of a tiger feel to them with more. Let's join Bill Price. Bill, the fall line is a special Tiger feel. Before we chat about what's coming in the fall, what's it been like working with Tiger with some of the product? It's great, you know, uh, especially the greatest player ever. I, th I, you know, I think in our era, it's, it's uh, fantastic. He, he's very, 
very tuned to his products, his equipment that he has. He asks really in, interesting questions about products. So he goes very deep. Most players don't go as deep as he does, but he really wants an advantage and he looks for those advantages. And that's the style of player he is. It certainly is. Now he has 13 tailor-made clubs in the bag, obviously helped with a P7 TW irons. And now you have a chance to play with Tiger's wedges with the new Tiger grind. Tell us about how this came about. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's played with a very similar grind for a long time. The first thing that he noticed from us when he came on board was uh, the milled sole that he had. So in Tiger's words, you know, now he can have similar, he can buy a, he can get a different wedge every single week that he wants. If he wants to have a different week, which he does about every two weeks, he changes out his wedges. Now think about that. He's really the only player that wants to have new wedges every single week or every two weeks, because he knows that there's a little bit of a drop off in spin. Once you start using that wedge and you start going through some practice and some play with it, the, the, the groove starts to wear down. So to him, Having a new wedge every week or every two weeks is really important because he maintains that performance from that groove. Now, tell you that back to the mill grind sole. Instead of having someone try and duplicate that sole every time because he's got, which we'll get into, a, a, a very complicated sole. There's no way we can, uh, how skilled you are, can duplicate that wedge perfectly like Tiger wants it, but having it machined down to the microns that we can do. So it's absolutely 99.9% .9 perfect every single time. Now he can trust it instead of sending him a box of 25 and he can, you know, maybe pull out two. So now he can trust it. And now he knows that that wedge and that sole is same, the same every single time. Yeah, every single time it'll be the same. Now, one of the big things about this Tiger Grind wedge is higher bounce. Uh, Tiger was quoted as saying, the more bounce, the better for amateurs. What do you think about this and, and having more bounce uh, in a wedge like this? Yeah, I, you know, I think, uh, I think you, when you talk to Tiger, he plays with a lot of players, right? He plays with a lot of uh, amateur players. He sees a lot of swings out there. And you see a lot of these swings that he probably sees a lot more than we all do. But he sees a lot of steep swings out there. So this is where... You know, he's right. High bounce and high bounce and wedges is a benefit to these players that have these steep swings. So you look at it, you know, instead of digging, it depends on the conditions that you're in. So he wants, he likes a lot of bounce, but his wedge has a lot of unique um, uh, twists and turns in, in the sole. So it plays low bounce, it plays high bounce. So as we get into the sole a little bit, yeah, there's a lot of differences where he can play. And the, in his words, he can be aggressive because he can be very aggressive, whether it's a tight lie, because he has 25 degrees of bounce in that leading edge. Yeah, it's kind of unheard of today. You know, most players would be a little afraid. The secret with him is he's got a lot of bounce in that leading edge, uh, but, you know, there's other things on that sole that allows him to really slide underneath it. His leading edge that he has is extremely low. Typically, you know, the leading edges can go from uh, about 5.8 millimeters 5.7 millimeters high to about six two and in a high bounce it can be about six six oh to six two six four this is five three so it's very low to the ground but yet has a, hot, a lot of bounce so he can slide underneath it but he can be aggressive is his word so if it's a tight line he doesn't have to worry about uh um, or tight or soft he's got a lot of bounce in there to, to, to play with this wedge
And as you know, being aggressive chipping is the most important thing. You see so many amateurs sort of give up on a wedge and skull it or fluff it in front of them. Uh, so really important stuff there from Tiger. Now this new wedge, it's available in custom and in 56 and 60 degrees. Is that correct? Yes. We tried to be authentic to what Tiger is. Right-handed only. Sorry for all the left-handed <laughs> I think it'll come out left-handed, but I can't say, I shouldn't say that right now, but basically we're trying to be authentic to who Tiger is. He's right-handed. It's 56 and 60. I know there's, we're offending golfers at like a 58 or 54, but the first first rollout is just uh, exactly matching to what he has. And speaking of high bounce, there's also a new addition to the MG2 line with a high bounce version. What are the benefits behind this product? It's the same thing what Tiger talked about. It's right. having high bounce is a benefit to all these players that are very steep style swings or soft conditions, especially in the beginning of the year when you've got a lot of rain and all of a sudden you've got soft conditions and the, uh, in the turf, but or or soft conditions around the sand, because you want to start looking at your your bunker play. If you miss a lot of greens, where am I? I'm in high rough, soft rough, or you've got uh, soft green or soft um, uh, sand. You want to have a bounce, and you want to have a sole that's going to benefit you. You know, you take that soft sand, and all of a sudden you take a low bounce wedge. Those two just don't, in a steep swing. It. They don't go together. And I think the big thing about wedges is getting some advice from your PGA Golf Pro. Really listen to what their players, or the, the, the pro can teach you about the type of wedges you should have. I, I hear a lot of stories that a lot of players have two different style wedges depending upon where they play. Hmm. You might have a standard bounce to a low bounce on another course, but you might have a standard or to a high bounce on a different style course. Now, going back to Tiger, he wants to play the same wedge all the time. Right. That's what's unique about his wedge is his wedge, when he opens it up, it plays like a, a like a C grind. It plays very, very uh, more. It's a little bit more lower bounce because even though his bounce on his overall setting is 12, it plays a lot lower than that because that leading edge height again is lower. He's got about four degrees in the heel. So he can slide underneath that that under the tightest of lies, even though it has a lot of bounce around it. Right. So all that trailing edge relief, all adds to him uh, having the ability to hit all the different shots he wants. Now, transfer that back to what we talked about, high bounce. Yes, high bounce is great for most players out there. I think buying low bounce wedges, unless you pick the ball, if you pick the ball, that's perfect for you. But if you're, you're, you're a little steep on it, high bounce benefits most golfers out there today. And the vast majority of golfers are steep and maybe take more of a divot. As Tiger says, the more bounce, the better for amateurs. Some really exciting stuff with the wedges here, Bill. Thanks for your time, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thank you. Some exciting stuff there from uh, Bill Price and Taylor May. these wedges. I'm looking forward to trying them out. And, and it's awesome, Bob, to see what Tiger has done with TaylorMade. You look at the P7TW iron. Some people use those irons as a collective item because they're so nice. But then these wedges... <laughs> You know, you have, now you have a chance to use Tiger's wedges. Well, it's uh, it's true, and Tiger's uh, very, very particular in in what he likes in his clubs, right through the bag. And so it takes him a while to uh, to get to a point where he's willing to put something in the bag. We know that from his years and with that Nike when they were still in the business. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. certainly with TaylorMade, he's come to the forefront and said, "This is what I like. This is what I 
hope we'll, uh, you guys can design, and uh, now they're making it available to, for mere mortals like us. It, it's, it's funny, too, because when he was off for all those years, not really playing much golf, he was still using the older equipment, and when he came back and signed with TaylorMade, it was the first time using the adjustable hosels, and I remember him talking about just how how weird it was, how different it was that you can just, instead of, have, instead of someone sending you 20 drivers and shafts, they can just essentially send you one head and have a bunch of different shafts and different heads. It, it's great the flexibility you can have now. Yeah, and he is—he's uh, an old school guy, yeah. Tiger. When it comes to golf equipment, he's—he's um, he's never been one that's easy to change into clubs. But he likes just you know the pure old blade look, as we've talked about with it, with his—you just mentioned with his line—and uh, it's tough to get him to switch. And and the fact that TaylorMade has been able to find him equipment, got him into the sim driver—you mm-hmm. uh, know—it's amazing how quickly he's adapted to to the gear that they have, which just goes to show you how how uh, good it is. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf, ready for sport. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back into our TaylorMade Equipment Special Best of Edition of Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully here in studio. Mark, Bob, and I will be back in two weeks for our next live show when we're going to preview the final 36 holes of the Zozo Championship. Well, of course, 20 weeks of TaylorMade, a very popular thing all season on Golf Talk Canada. It will be back next year in 2021 when our regular television schedule resumes. Speaking of our schedule, here is our upcoming TV schedule. Our regular weekly shows are now finished, but we have three more hourly specials. In a couple weeks, we're going to be playing a tailor-made equipment special on the TV side of things where we'll be able to see all these interviews and learn more about the gear. In November, we're going to have a Masters preview special, which is going to be awesome. Masters in November, I'm so intrigued and excited to see what that is going to look like. And then December, we have a special travel special as well as a year in review all in one. On the radio, on TV side of things, that was a great success this year throughout the summer month, month starting in in August. But on the radio and TV side of things, Saturday of Masters Week, we're going to have a weekend preview leading into TSN's coverage of the third and final rounds of the Masters. We're on radio, on TV, the Saturday morning, live, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern, on the Saturday of the Masters leading into the third round. And then, of course, in December... Year in Review, our Festivus special, Festivus for the rest of us, one of the most fun shows we do all year. We'll open up the fall nines. It'll be a, a very good time. And looking forward to having that done in December. Before we go today, I must give a special shout out to Nick Obrich from TaylorMade and, of course, a member of Team Recoil. Uh, we've done a lot of great work with Nick throughout the last uh, couple of years and throughout the time I've been uh, as a part of J- Golf Talk Canada. So that's uh, August of 2016 when I joined the show. Nick was a part of the 100-hole hike fundraiser for youth on course. Golf Ontario put this on. This was earlier this week. And what did Nick do on his final hole, his 100th hole of the day? You guessed it. 
hole-in-one. You love to see that. Gets a hole-in-one on his final hole of the day. His first ever hole-in-one, too. How amazing is that? Nick, congratulations again, and hopefully we can get a game of golf in before the end of the year and the golf season. It's uh, it's quickly coming to a close here, uh, but uh, looking forward to seeing you soon, and uh, congratulations again on the hole-in-one. First ever a hole-in-one, 100th hole today, folks. Imagine doing that. How special is that? Well, next week on Golf Talk Canada, we'll have another best of edition of the show. We're going to play a number of different interviews, including Bob catching up with Brooke Henderson before the KPMG Women's LPGA Championship, which is currently going on. Another major. Brooks had great success at this major. Came uh, she won it, I should say, back in 2016, came second a couple years later, uh, and Brooke Henderson. So we'll, we'll we'll play that interview. We'll play a couple of other interviews as well. A few of our favorite winners, weirds, and what that we've had throughout the last couple of weeks right here on Golf Talk Canada. And then after that, we're back live to preview the final 36 holes of the Zozo Championship. Bob, Mark, and I will all be here for that. This has been another fun edition of Golf Talk Canada. And remember, the first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. Thank you for listening. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Adidas Golf, ready for sport. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.